was telling the entire truth. They knew that such things were very possible. In the previous week, they had battled hordes of insects and rats and creatures made up of many different living things, including a vast squid monster and a woman who had living rat heads coming out of her shoulders. All the work of an enemy so terrible, it was known only as the evil. The twins' father's mother, whom they called Grandma X, was a local leader of a secret international order called the Wardens that had dedicated itself to fighting the evil. But that wasn't all Jack and Jade had discovered since moving to Portland. Just as the evil had mysterious and terrifying powers, so too did the Wardens, powers they called gifts. Most amazing of all, Jack and Jade were developing gifts of their own, magical powers they couldn't entirely control. How come everyone's talking about this monster thing today? asked Jack, as casually as he could. Inside he was both excited and a little bit frightened. If there was a monster about, surely this meant that the evil was back, despite Grandma X's assurances that they had beaten it last time. The new girl saw it last night, said Meralda. What? said Jade. I didn't see. Not you, said Meralda impatiently. The new, new girl... The one who started today, Tara, you know. Jack and Jade turned from the huddle to look at a girl who was coming out of the school. Mr. Carver had introduced her that morning, but they hadn't had much of a chance to look closely at her. She was tall and had glossy black hair cut in a very fashionable style, as well as expensive-looking clothes. Unlike Jack and Jade's old school, the Stormhaven Innovative School of Portland did not have uniforms, but even so, about two-thirds of the other students seemed to have an unspoken agreement to wear particular kinds of clothes. Hi, said the new girl as she approached the huddle, which, taking the lead from Meralda, immediately broke apart, leaving just Jack and Jade behind. Hi, I'm Jade. This is Jack. Jade didn't need to explain that they were brother and sister. Though they were not identical, Jack had the darker complexion and hair of their father, while Jade took after their mother, who was a fair-skinned redhead. They did look very much alike. Jack held up a hand in greeting and raised the corner of his mouth in a fractional smile. I'm Tara, said the girl. Tell me, is Mr. Carver always that weird? The tin whistle and the happy song of beginning. I mean, come on. Catching herself, she added, uh, Sorry if he's like your favorite teacher or something. Not likely said Jade. No matter how often he insisted, they would never call Mr. Carver by his first name, Heath. We're new as well. We only started a week ago. Oh, thank goodness I'm not the only one, said Tara. I have to start at a new school almost every year, so I've had lots of practice, but never at one this small. Why do you have to move school so often? asked Jack. Tara didn't look like a troublemaker, but then it could be hard to tell. One of the most innocent-looking kids at his last school had been expelled for taking the principal's car for a joyride. My dad is a property developer, Tara explained. He's always finding some great new opportunity, so we have to move while he gets it built. Then he sells whatever it is, and off we go again. Our mum's a paramedic on a rescue helicopter, said Jade, feeling a little twinge of competitiveness. And dad is an antiques expert. Well... He's come to the right place. This whole town is an antique.
He's not here at the moment, said Jade, falling into the cover story. He's away overseas, looking for some lost masterpiece, and we've come to stay with our grandmother for a while. Where does she live? asked Tara. You can see it from over there. Jade led the way to the corner of the playground and pointed east. Though the most obvious landmark was the huge hill of stone that thrust up out of the headland, which was appropriately called the rock, to the north of this they could see the top of Grandma X's house, from the roof with its weather vane down to the widow's walk. There was also a huge Douglas fir behind the house, which, weirdly, wasn't always visible, though today Jade could see it clearly. No way, said Tara, suddenly clutching Jade's shoulder with a deadly grip. Not the big old house on Watchwood Lane. Yes, said Jack, feeling slightly left out of the girl's instant bonding. What do you know about it? Only that my dad's bought the wrecked-up place next door. He's going to rebuild it himself while his next big development is on hold. Hey!